building the relationship with individuals, building the relationships with others, building those relationships to create your tribe, to find people that you can lean into, find those individuals that provide you the space that you need, that allows you to work on yourself and not be stuck by yourself, but have that tribe that will lift you up to get to that next level, to help you overcome those times that you may fall into rut and get out of the rut because the the tribe are those individuals that are gonna resonate with you. What is up everyone? Scott Brandt, host of the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. And when you look at yourself as an individual, do you truly know who you are? Or are you playing a game of trying to fit in and appease everyone? I find it powerful when you start understanding who you are, what you bring to the table, how you look at life, your perspective. But there are some different tests out there to kind of figure out your personality. And I find it funny because you can go out there and do Myers-Briggs personality exam and have 16 different options based on how you answer on the test. And within this episode, I talk about the idea of colors and how each of us are individuals of colors. There's four main colors, but then also the idea of a value equation. And so while you're listening to the episode, you'll start formulating, start seeing different things that can really impact you on who you are as a person, who you are as an individual, and how you start seeing other individuals. And then after the episode, hopefully you walk away and do some deep dive and really look into you as an individual, do some introspection to who you are and what you bring to the table and what you really value and truly figure out what your color is. If you're a current listener, thank you for support. Thank you for everything that you do. If you're a new listener, appreciate you coming and checking out the podcast, seeing what this is all about. Other than that, enjoy the episode and I'll catch you guys later. I find it interesting that how many of you are taking the time to find out who you are, to figure out who you are and really what makes you click, what makes you you as an individual. And that's one thing I think a lot of times we don't really take that opportunity to dive in and find out who we truly are which is a sad thing because when we don't know who we are, it can throw things out of whack. As I always have here, shout out to our sponsors, one being Tabala of Creative Cuisine and Jasper Axelrad. Thank you, Jasper, for what you do. Thank you for your heart, your passion, really your focus and your heart for the small businesses in our community and outside of our community. I know you're focused on helping other individuals in other communities. So thank you for that. Thank you for who you are and for Tabalab at center points to really be able to connect with other people. And then we have the Chicken Coop and Miss Sherry out of the Black Forest area. So if our ass rings, go check them out. Go give a shout out to Miss Sherry and just let her know that Scott had sent you out that way just through hearing about her location. She's just another one that her heart really is outside a lot bigger than just the business she's very focused on the community creating that feel for individuals and creating a spot it's a community spot where people can come together and whatnot 
and really just do what they need to do to create that community, that secondary family, the extended family. So thank you to uh, Tabala and the chicken coop. And as I always say, if you are an individual right now that's struggling and you're trying to find a way to go from baseline to thriving in your relationship with yourself, because as I say, that is the biggest relationship that being the one that you have with yourself, that leads into everything else. And so you've got to have that strong, have to have that very, have a strong foundation with that relationship with yourself because that bleeds into everything else. So if you'd like to sit down and talk, reach out to me, send me a private message, a couple of different routes that you can do that to have communication in the talk. But it is interesting because was reviewing a book called Budgeting Sucks by Garrett Gunderson. And in there, he gives an equation that he calls the value equation. And it's unique because when you start breaking down how this equation works, the first part of it is the mental capital. And so that's you as an individual working on yourself, developing that knowledge, educating yourself, going and having the conversations with individuals to learn from them. You cut down your learning curve by going and interacting with others that have done it before. And I find that very unique because your mental capability, your mindset is something that you own. It's something that you have the ability to be able to shape that. You have the ability to enhance your mental capabilities through listening to podcasts, watching videos on YouTube, getting into personal development and reading those books. And there's multiple books. There's many, many books. Like I talked about, one of the books I highly suggest going and checking out is that of The Buddha and the Badass by Lachine Lakiani. But another very interesting one is it's called Single on Purpose. I've talked about it before. But it's the fact that while you are in a spot, if you're single, that's the best time to really work to reconnect with yourself, to go and truly find out who you are, do the deep work to find out what drives you, what makes you you, and really reconnect with that individual. There's a lot of things that a lot of times going through life, we get to the point that we start disconnecting from ourselves. We start going away from those things that are true to ourselves and end up putting those to the side and not chasing after them for whatever reason. And so it is, from my experience, going through the divorce, really not knowing who I was and then also believing I wasn't worthy because of what happened. The stories that I was telling myself, uh, the voices that I was allowing to speak into me and really create that narrative that kind of shaped who I was for a while. And it's one of those things that John talks about it is when you're in a relationship, you end up disconnecting from yourself and it can be a dangerous thing because you end up forgetting who you are. You end up walking away and not knowing who you are. And so that's one of those things that you've got to go and really figure out who you are. You need to connect back with yourself. So that way you are a very strong individual. And it's unique because a lot of times in a relationship, we put ourselves to the back burner and we end up not really going after those things that 
makes us who we are. And then we end up losing the capability of being an interesting person inside the relationship and bringing something to the table that can bring that spice of life into the relationship, which is a variety. And so it's one of those things that you've got to go do the work. You've got to be able to reconnect with yourself and truly find out who you are. But that's one of those things that I was talking to an individual yesterday. I was doing some strategy aspects for some different things. And he, he talked about the fact that he went through a divorce. And then he brought up the fact that as guys, when it comes to this endeavor of dealing with our emotions, figuring out who we truly are, we, and I've said it before, I'm, I'm a guy. So guys, we suck with our emotions. We have this tendency to let the ego get in the way. And when we're hurting and we need help, we don't ask for it. We don't reach out and try to find that tribe that we can connect with to allow us to become center with ourselves. And I just had to laugh. I was like, man, that is one of those things that it truly is a sad, sad when you think about it, that gentlemen, we truly do suck by asking for help. And then I was talking to somebody else and I don't remember who it was that I was talking to, but we do have the situation where women sometimes are trying to do this also, where they're trying to go and do everything on their own. I think a lot of times it comes back to the fact that they want to prove who they are, but it's also the piece of not showing to be weak and that we can do it on our own and we don't need the help. But it's a sad thing when we think about that, when as individuals, we are social creatures and we get to the point where we, we climb off and we try to do everything on our own. We try to act like we're okay and that we don't need to ask for help. And then when somebody asks if you're okay, we don't speak the truth. We don't open up and share what's going on because we get in this, this mindset, this outlook that I'm going to be judged because you're already judging yourself. And so because your judgment is coming into play, your ego is coming into play, you are hindering yourself when you don't ask for the help, when you don't reach out and find your tribe that you can connect with to help overcome whatever it may be that you're having to work through, whatever you need to overcome. And so it's one of those things that we really have to get out of our own way. We need to push the ego to the side and ask for help when we need the help. And it's okay to ask for help because if you want to stay strong, you need that tribe. You need that assistance to be able to work together to get to that next point. But I think it, it does go into that mental capital of working on yourself, working on your thoughts, your feelings, how you see things, and working if I say mindset, it's one of these things that you'll get some people that are like, they, it's hard for them to understand the mindset piece because it gets passed around a lot. But it is really working on that internal story, those internal thoughts that you're having. You've got to do that work to adjust the thoughts that you're having, the stories that you're telling yourself. And it can be one of those things that if you don't adjust the stories that you're telling yourself, if you don't work on those thoughts that you're having, it can hold you back and it can hinder you from 
progressing. It can hinder you from getting to that next level that you're meant to get to and overcoming the challenges, the obstacles that have come into your life. And so with that value equation, the first thing to be mindful about is the mental capital. And I think when I look for myself, I think it would have been a little bit different had I gotten into the realm of personal development and read the books that I'm reading now, how different it could have potentially been for me by doing that. But things happen for a reason. My journey occurred as it occurred because it was my journey. It was meant to happen the way it was taking place. And so if you do have questions and you're thinking, you're like, well, what books should I potentially look into reading? What can potentially set me up to help me out? Because we have to remember books are a great way for you to cut down your learning curve, a great way to be able to get to that and learning from somebody else. And so it is a very unique thing that books provide that tools that allow you to get to that next level and cut down the time that it will take you to get to that next level by learning from somebody else. So you have your mental capital, but then you have the relationship capital. And so it's unique how it goes hand in hand. It's what you know and learning from it and implementing what you're learning into action. And then you have the relationship capital, and that's through building the relationship with individuals, building the relationships with others building those relationships to create your tribe, to find people that you can lean into, find those individuals that provide you the space that you need, that allows you to work on yourself and not be stuck by yourself, but have that tribe that will lift you up to get to that next level to help you overcome those times that you may fall into rut and get out of the rut because the, the tribe are those individuals that are going to resonate with you. But I think it also comes into play when you look at it, that you have to have the ability to look at the ideas and the opinions that others have. And allow it to challenge yourself so that way you can look and say, okay, are the beliefs that I have, these thoughts that I, that I have, are they true to me? Or have they been instilled in me through somebody else and I haven't had the opportunity where I'm scared to look and say, is this truly who I am? Because it can be scary because those beliefs that you have can create your comfort zone for you. And then the comfort zone can potentially box you in where you don't go and experience the life that you want to experience and get to the, the life that you would like to have because your comfort zone is keeping you where you're at. You're living in this box that is comfortable. And so you don't want to rock the boat and push past those barriers because it's scary. You don't know what's on the other side and it can shake up that comfort zone that you have. And so it is important to build those relationships. It's important to understand that when you're building the relationships, that you need to provide value. It's a give and take relationship. But a lot of times individuals are so focused on trying to take, 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 
and then they don't ever give. And that can be very draining on the relationship. And so when you're looking at that relationship capital, it is similar to a, a deposit. It's similar to a bank account where you sometimes need to deposit into that relationship. And then later on, you'll be able to withdraw from the relationship, be able to take from it. But it is a two-way street where it is a give and take. And you have to understand that you want to provide value in that relationship. You want to help each other to grow, to get to that next level. And so it is very powerful when you start looking at building that relationship capital, when you start looking at building up your tribe, the individuals that you have around you. And one of the most important things, though, is accepting people as they are, accepting them for their differences and letting them in because that's going to challenge you. And a challenge is good because that's going to force you to level up. That's going to force you to grow. And growth is necessary. We have to grow because we're meant as individuals to grow and progress. But a lot of times we don't do that. A lot of times we become stagnant and stay where we're at. And so that's one of those things when you look at it in a relationship, an intimate relationship, whether it be a long-term relationship or being a marriage, a lot of times we stop growing. <laughs> we don't work on ourselves and we just get stagnant and we just get comfortable with where we're at. And then that can be hard because you are not connecting with yourself and you're stunning yourself. And so that's one of those things that when you're going through it, you, you've got to grow, you've got to progress. And it can be scary because when you're in that relationship, you have two individuals that are working together towards a common goal on a common journey, but you still have individuals that have to go and they'll go their separate ways sometimes because growth occurs differently for everybody. So one individual, it may be their time to grow and it may not be your time to grow right now. And you can't freak out about that. You want to support the other person and let them know, hey, it's okay. Go and grow, do what you need to. I'm here to support you. You can't freak out because if you freak out, that's going to stress it out. And so you have to understand that on the flip side, you'll end up having that growth period and you may be grown and the other person may not be grown. And so they need to understand that it's the support system support. The growth is for you as an individual. That is for you to expand and really get to through the progression and get to the next level, which is unique because it's also the fact of do you understand yourself? And went through yesterday, uh, Sunday, had a class called The Four Lenses. It is the bringing down of the personalities. So if you go look, Myra Briggs, there's like 16 different personalities. And you may be looking, you're like, I don't even remember what this letter stands for. I don't remember what this is, this is. And so now you're looking and you're trying to remember all these different things about, okay, this, this person's an introvert, INFTJ, whatever, the whole alphabet. So it's, it's unique because you have a lot of people that will get into the personalities, but there are different exams, different personality quizzes that you can take. So the four lenses, it deals with colors. And so the colors in the four lenses is gold, green, blue, and orange. And I've taken another one, which is uh, living in full color. I'll have to look for it. But the colors that they have in there are red, blue, yellow, and green. So there are a couple colors in there that are the same as the four lenses. But you have to understand who you are. So that way you can kind of 
understand how other people communicate, how other people interact. And so like the very quick breakdown on this is anybody that's a red individual is very direct. Competition is good. They love competition. They love standing out. They love winning. And so red people are very direct and whatnot. So you might be a red person. But if you don't understand that, then you don't understand how others interact. That can make that that communication piece very tough. And then the blue individuals just love to have fun. That's life of the party. It's all about fun. Don't care how we get there. But we just want to have fun. And so you might know people that are blue people. (laughs) And then yellow individuals are individuals that are very caring, very empathetic, very in tune with connecting with others. And so those are kind of the the glue of the group <laughs> that will hold people together and whatnot. And then green individuals are individuals that want all the details. They want a hundred page report, very analytic, and they have to know everything. And so it is one of those unique things that if you don't truly understand yourself, it can make it very tough when you're trying to have the communication piece with individuals and talk with individuals. And so you've got to understand how those pieces work, how those colors work. And it's unique because I look at it. Colors are easier to remember than the 16 different type of combinations when it comes to Myers-Briggs. And so for me, going through this I'm a yellow-blue, so my dominant color is yellow, and then I'm a blue individual. But it's unique because before the divorce happened, I don't think I was a yellow individual. But then going through that and finding out, going through the exercises for my foundational values, and one of those foundational values are the connections and the relationships. Now, those are huge. And so when I look at it in regards to a yellow individual, I can see based on what took place, what has led to me being that type of person that is drawn on building relationships with people to have that connection with people to really be focused on the relationship. And I find it interesting because that value equation, part of that equation is the relationship capital. And so it's important because really for success to occur in our lives, my personal belief is the one of the key ingredients to your success is the relationships that you develop. And I find it so unique because it took a tough situation, that'd be my divorce, to really find out that the relationships are key for me. But had it not happened, then it I'd probably would still be going down this path of not being true to myself, being this fake individual. And not playing full out, not playing big, because I was just going with the flow. But I still go with the flow, but it's a little bit different and whatnot. So I think it's interesting that if we take the time and we start doing the deep dive, then we can get into the situation where we're bringing our best possible self to the table going into that next relationship. And it does go hand in hand when you look at the statistics of divorces when it talks about that first marriage 50 percent and in divorce and then you look at the second marriage it's 67 percent and in divorce and then the third marriage is 74 percent and so when i look at those and you see the numbers increasing for each marriage it's a sign that we have people we have individuals that aren't doing the work on themselves they're not going out there and reconnecting with themselves really doing the deep dive 
and then getting in there to forgive themselves for what took place, give them the closure, and then getting to that point where you complete yourself as an individual, and then the other party, the other individual is there as a complementary piece to who you are. Because the thing about that, if you can get to the point where you understand that you've got to complete yourself, and then the other parties that you have that are around you are a complementary piece to you as an individual, how much of the stress would be reduced on the relationships? Because you're not putting the weights on the other person to make you happy. You're not waiting for this person to come and complete you. You're doing that, but you have that partnership with somebody else that you're working towards a common goal and you have that intimate relationship with somebody else. I was talking to a friend of mine and I look at it because the energy when it comes to that friendship type of relationship, the energy is completely different than that of an intimate relationship. When you have somebody that you're very close with, you have somebody that um, is there for you a lot of times and they're going to listen to your stories. Friendship, sometimes friends are like, I don't want to listen to this. Maybe your intimate partner may be the same way where they're like, I want to hear this. Like, really? But I think it, it, you look at it, the energy is just very different to that of a business partnership, a friendship, and then having that close relationship with somebody to be intimate with them is very, very powerful. And it is one of those things that I look at that the energy is something that's different. But when you go through the situation of an expired relationship of a divorce, you've got to do that work. You've got to work on yourself and being single, being at that point, you're your soil is very fertile for that growth to occur to reconnect with yourself and really figure out what you're all about figure out those non-negotiables and it's interesting because i believe the gentleman i did the call with yesterday jason he talked about the fact of knowing your your needs versus your wants and so what you need is those non-negotiables wants can be compromise you can have some negotiation there but it's those needs that you have to understand truly what those needs are for you as an individual you're not negotiables those things that you're not going to give up that you need in the relationship and then the wants can be compromised you can work together to have different things going there but your needs are really what you need to figure out who you are as a true individual and whatnot so but it is a unique thing when you think about it of do you know who you are what are you doing right now to figure out who you are and what you need to do to get to that point where you start adjusting your thoughts, you start adjusting your stories, and you start adjusting that perception that you've got to love yourself, you got to accept yourself for who you are, but you also need to be the one that's completing yourself. That's your job, nobody else's. And then the other individual is there to be a complimentary piece for you. And so it does go into point, like I said, if you're thinking about it and you're stuck and you don't know what to do and you need somebody there to walk with you and have that partnership, reach out to me. Let's sit down, let's talk and see what's going on. See what may be the smallest, easiest step that you can take right now to get to that next level. And so it's just some things to consider about, some things to think and really chew on. This is a shorter episode, which is unique for me. Um, it's it's interesting and whatnot. But as you're listening to the podcast, or if you're watching this live right now or watching it on the replay, 
All I ask is that you share the podcast or you share the live with others to share it because there may be something that's spoken in here that could be that one key piece that this individual needs to make that degree of change. But there's a, a great hashtag that's not a hashtag, but I've created a hashtag is be a friend, tell a friend. So if you get great value from this, be a friend, tell a friend about it. If you're like, man, this is ridiculous, just act like it did not ever happen. Um, I know, sorry, 30 minutes of your life. <laughs> if it didn't work out for you and it's not for you, my bad, sorry. <laughs> Wanna thank you guys for your support. Thank you guys for your time. Thank you for you being you. Thank you for the individual that you are, um, but ultimately giving me the support to be able to come provide the value keep producing the podcast, keep creating the content, and just share a message that somebody else needs to hear. Other than that, I'll catch you guys later. Have a great night. See you next week. Peace out. Great night.